Welcome to How Leaders Lead. I'm Kula Callahan, here to bring you another edition of Three More Questions with David Novak. David, it's always great to be on these Three More Questions with you. How are you today? I'm doing great, Kula, and uh, I'm, I'm excited about today because we're going to take a deeper dive into my conversation with Admiral Mike Mullen, the 17th Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and obviously a great leader. You're certainly right about that, David. And this conversation is so fascinating. And you can just tell that Admiral Mullen is a guy who really deeply cares about the people that he leads, not only how they show up when they are working for him, but what they're experiencing in their lives and how he can really enrich their lives as he leads. And so I'm excited to get your take on some of the topics that you discuss with him in our conversation today. So let's get going. Let's do that. One thing I would add just about what impressed me about Admiral Mullen is his desire to hear the truth. He definitely wants people around him to be able to speak up and tell it the way how they see it. And uh, I think that's a, a great trait for every leader to have. So let's go, Kula. Question number one. Admiral Mullen was raised to trust people, and that's been a key aspect of how he connects with those he leads. He now teaches at the Naval Academy in Annapolis, and one of the things he asks his students to do is to create their trust profile, basically a framework that helps them identify who they trust and who they'd be willing to trust. Now, David, if you had a trust profile that helped inform you of whether or not to trust someone, what would be on it? Number one is, do they look you in the eye? I've always been very suspicious of someone who wouldn't look me directly in the eye when they answered questions or asked questions or just when they had a conversation. The other thing I think I always look at is body language. I remember I was on this one board and we had this one guy who would come in and present to us and people had very high opinions of him for some reason. But every time he had good news, he would walk towards you when he was making a presentation and every time he had bad news, he would back up. And his body language just made me really question this guy. You know, it's like I, I didn't trust him. And I told everybody on the board, I don't know what you think about this guy, but I know for certain he is not going to be <laughs> any higher up in this organization. And he ended up being shifty and doing something that was really not good. And now he's working in another company, making people miserable there. But I, I, I have to tell you, you could tell it just by his body language. The other thing that I think you really need to look at when you think about trusting somebody is what's somebody's reputation? You know, you can draw your first instincts, but, you know, if somebody really has a great track record and people speak very highly of them and it's very, very consistent, I will trust that person until they show me that I shouldn't. And, you know, the, the other thing I would say I've always believed, Kula, that you should extend trust to other people until they do something that tells you that they don't deserve it. And I think a lot of times you have to be the first to be the one that trusts. And by doing that, you open yourself up to create the kind of relationship that will always take you to higher ground and better results. Question number two. Admiral Mullen had to navigate some very complicated, high-stakes decisions over the course of his career. And something he mentioned really stuck with me. He says that for major decisions, 
The more diverse views he has around the table, the better decision he's going to make. David, how can leaders make sure they're evaluating every perspective when they're faced with a tough decision? Cool. I think the most important thing is that as a leader, you want to make the best decision. You don't care who has the idea, who's making it better. All you care about is getting to the right answer. So the first thing I would tell you is you have to have a willingness to hear everything that's out there that's going to impact the decision that you're going to make. And people got to know that you want the unvarnished truth, that you want their opinion, and it doesn't have to agree with you. You know, so many times leaders are so hell-bent on getting done what they think needs to get done, they don't care what anybody has to say. They just want their decision executed. And a lot of times they find out it's not the right way to go and they have to go back and do it over and it wastes time and money and energy. And that's why I really believe it's so important to have the mindset as the leader that you want to make the very best possible decision and that you're going to talk to the people that need to be talked to to get to that decision. So I I think one of the things you got to do when you're making a decision is say, okay, who should I go to? that's going to give me the best and widest perspective on this issue so that I can end up with the best possible route to take. One thing that really impressed me about Admiral Mullen is the way that he values the diversity and opinions of people. And you can tell that he is very deliberate in doing just what you said, David, and seeking out people who have strong convictions around things, even and especially when they're different than his. And clearly that's part of what has made him the type of leader that he is today. And I just really appreciate how vocal he is about the way that he values the diversity of opinions and the diversity of his people. Yeah. And and I think that's why diversity is so important. Obviously, if you have different perspectives weighing in on issues, you're going to get to a much better solution than when you have just yourself or, or like-minded people or people that are exactly like you, you know, echoing what you want to have done. Question number three. Admiral Mullen served in the military for 43 years, which is just incredible. Now, David, you weren't in the military, but you did serve as CEO of Yum Brands for nearly 20 years. How did you know when it was time to step away? Well, first of all, I loved what I was doing. I loved my company. I cared deeply about the people. And it was, you know, a a very difficult decision for me to make. But in the end, I made the decision to, to move on to my next chapter because I couldn't put the uniform on like I used to. You know, I had issues that were personal that made it very difficult for me to travel. I needed to be at home. And, you know, I had a lot of people tell me, David, don't worry about that. Just, you know, you don't have to travel as much. You know the business well. But, you know, so much of what I did was getting out there and, and, and listening to our people and talking to customers and going around the globe. And I just couldn't think about possibly running the company and doing a great job sitting in my office in, in Louisville, Kentucky, 
when we're in over a hundred countries and, you know, you, you got to be out there pressing the flesh and, and, and being with the people. That's what made me the leader I was and I couldn't do it. And, you know, I was very blessed. We had an incredible run at Yum Brands and, you know, I don't know who said it, but it's a lot better to go out on top than when you're on the way down. (laughs) (laughs) David, there's so much wisdom in knowing when to go and honoring those nudges that you get from all different areas of your life. So I can imagine that that was a very tough call for you to make. You know, you still had the drive and you, you could, you know, have done it, but you really took a step back and understood where you were and what life was demanding of you. And I think that it's very honoring to yourself and the people that you lead to know when it's time to go. Well, thanks, Cool. But let me tell you the best news. What's the best news? The best news is this. People always say, David, it's got to be really tough for you being away from Young Brands because you love the company so much. And you know what my answer is, Cool? You're right about that. But let me tell you something. I didn't know I could love something so much and miss it so little. And the reason is, is I filled my life up with the things that really matter most in my life now. You know, my family, it's what we do in my foundation. It's what we're doing to make the world a better place to develop better leaders. And that's what really turns me on now. So I'm not looking back. I'm looking forward. We've got a lot to do. And that's what excites me. Well, David, it's evident working with you and doing these podcasts every week that you get fired up about making the world a better place by developing better leaders. And so I think that that, you know, just goes to show the wisdom and courage that it took to step away from something that you love to pursue something that you love even more. Um, And the time was right for it. So I'm certainly grateful to be where I am working with you and to be led by someone who just is still so passionate about the work that you're doing. Well, thanks, Coolin. It's always a lot of fun every week going through these three questions and talking about these great conversations we're having with leaders. Well, that does it for our episode of Three More Questions. Thanks again for tuning in to How Leaders Lead. We're on a mission to make the world a better place by developing better leaders. And if you carve out a little time with us each and every week, we'll help you build the confidence you need to lead well. And speaking of leaders, coming up next on How Leaders Lead is Walter Driver, the co-founder and CEO of Scopely, which is the number one mobile video game company in the United States. 